Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder 113 to 101. As always, we are brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one rated sportsbook. I'm Lindsay Smith. That's Saul Bookman. That's Espo. Be sure to hit that like button, subscribe, rate, review. You know all the things. Gentlemen, how you feeling on this uh, Festivus with a Suns win in our pocket? Hey, the way DA finished that game, hey, I'm feeling pretty good. Exclamation <laughs> point. Hey, it was a Buscemi. It was not pretty, but it got done. And uh, there were there were pretty moments. I'll say yeah. I'll say that for the game. I think I think everybody out here probably feels the same way we do. We just wanted this game to get over with. It's pre Christmas Eve, which Christmas Eve Eve we should Christmas say. Pre Christmas Eve. It's like you know what? Let's just wrap this baby up. Let's get ready for Christmas Day. Let's watch the Warriors and Suns. And let's let our starters rest you know I mean? just a like, little well, bit. That didn't really. They got a whole day in between. They'll be fine. They're (laughs) NBA players. This is true. This is true. It was a little disappointing, though. I'm not going to lie. It was a legitimate felt like game of runs at times. Mm -hmm. And I just like, how do you go into the second quarter up a dozen to come back and let OKC score 31 points in the second quarter? Like, that's just too much to me. I love that we live in a world where we can complain about 12-point wins where Devin Booker scores 30, DeAndre Ayton has a double-double, and Cam Johnson shoots perfect from the field. And we're like, you know, it could have been better. They could have won by 31. Like, I, I love I love that we're here, and it's good because that means we are holding this team to a higher standard, a championship caliber, and you should take care of business when you have that big of a lead. Well, I think the reason why is because – they're more than capable of playing better than this. I mean, they're but they're human, right? Like fair. They yes. beat. They just beat the Lakers. And say what you want to say about the Lakers, it's still the Lakers, and you still want to beat the crap out of them. And it was physical, and it was a lot of trash talking. And then you got the Warriors on Saturday, and sandwiched in between, like we were talking about earlier, yeah. is this boring ass game that you really don't even want to play, like. It's hard to get up for a game like this. We didn't even get up for a game like this. Like I still haven't. We're just yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> as soon as we sign off today, we're gonna be like, oh man, I'm glad that's over. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I suppose. By the way, the Phoenix Suns oh. are the best team in the NBA. <laughs> just had to remind everybody. Why not let the people know? But listen, there were even though we didn't love this up and down situation <laughs> with the Thunder. There were some pretty solid performances tonight. Devin Booker had a night. Cam Johnson, that dunk by DeAndre Ayton at the end of the game, just the aggressiveness. There were some really nice moments in this one that we definitely should get into. But before we do that, shall we go to the bar? Yes. Let's go to the bar. 
The drink of the night is warm milk because this game was putting us to sleep and there were a bunch of babies on the Oklahoma City side. Not that they cried or whined a lot, but just they're all children. freaking young. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. Yeah, we're getting real clever with these um, drink of the games. Warm milk last night or prune, the other night, prune, prune juice. juice. It's probably going to be eggnog on Christmas because why not? You know what I mean? I, I will say this: milk by itself, we talked about this Gross. earlier. Not the not the greatest. Um, milk with cookies, fantastic. Milk with cookies, depending on the cookie. If it's Oreo, it's a, a nice chocolate chip. You're good. What other cookie? Well, like, like what? Some people that? dunk biscotti. Oh. Don't give me any of that crap. Yeah, because yeah, I don't That's think you would, would dunk like a sugar cookie in milk either. I would hope Are you shaming biscotti dunking? I am. That's insane. I am. I'm just, it's, the, it's not, it's not an affront at my Italian heritage. It's just not a good cookie. Somebody in this room once dated somebody that ate spaghetti with their milk. Not like <laughs> cereal, but it was a glass Ooh. of milk and a bowl of spaghetti. Oh, <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't the one who drank the glass of milk and Listen, ate the spaghetti. Lindsay, okay? I, no, I, I tried to keep you out of this. I said somebody in this room. I didn't even say you. <laughs> she outed herself. Oh, yeah. Was that the same? As if we couldn't have done the math. So you're saying that Esmo couldn't Esmo date anybody? he's literally dated his wife his whole life, basically. No. Shane. Shane. Hold on. Was this the same guy that uh, on the first? No, you only went on one date with the first date. Hand holder while shifting the, the gears. So, okay. Not a. Not the same. That's something like a euphemism. God. He literally was driving a he car. Was, <laughs> Were you here for that? No. no, I missed it. Oh, yeah. he, he gave me the <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay, let's move on. Um. Can we just show that DeAndre Ayton yeah. play? Saul uh, almost jumped out of his seat, uh, and he scared Shane, which I don't think takes a lot, but that dunk is sick. It's One CP3. more time. One more time. Roll it back. CP3 with that miss on the three, and DeAndre Ayton stuffs it home. Right about there, Shea Gilgis Alexander was like, bad move. Career-limiting decision here is what he felt like. And then DA, probably the most passion we've ever seen, pulls himself up in the room and slaps the backboard. The best... uh, the best technical I think we've seen mm-hmm. this team get all year because it was fun to watch DA get fired up. Gerald Borgay tweeted out, I don't want to hear about how DA doesn't show enough emotion anymore. Best tech of his career thus far. Oh, he's just listening to the program tweeting what I'm I'm saying now, huh? Good to know. I think a very I think everyone is in, in like <laughs> in agreement with you because Brendan Clean on Twitter said that may have been the most aggressive dunk of DA's entire career. I doubt he's too worried about getting the tech. You know, I think I think we've seen a little chip on DA's shoulder this yeah. year. You know, it looks like first of all, my man looks yoked this season, like more than mm-hmm. last season. He looks like he's just not wanting to put up and and every every now and then you get a little reminder of his, you know. He's a little soft, right? And and it's like it comes all back to him. And he's like, no, like he missed a shot. It was a little bunny shot. Missed it. Got the rebound and just yacked it down. And was like, okay, I'm done with that. You know. So I'm glad Da's, you know, showing a lot of a lot of angst he, out there. He's saying, give me my money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> give me my money. 
It just like wasn't that. very aggressive, but I, I understood what you were saying. It was saying. so contradictory to what we were talking about. I'm sorry. That's better. Her Batman voice. Oh, my god. Well, um, yeah, so DeAndre Ayton, he finished with 19 points. He had 12 rebounds um, contributing in there, as well as two blocks. He was a plus 17 tonight. It was awesome. Solid performance from the it's, big man. Absolutely. Have we? I mean, there's only been a handful of games that haven't been solid performances from him this year. I mean, he just does this: double doubles, getting dunks, taking care of business. I mean, he was a little, even a little less efficient than he usually is tonight at eight of fifteen, but it's still a great night. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and he even got some trash ass calls on the defensive side uh, called against him towards the end of the game. It didn't really matter because you know the game was in hand, but still, like. You you saw Da say that's bullshit. That's bullshit. And then what happened? The next time down the court, he acted. So flushed that bad boy. So nineteen smoky ninety two in the chat said those ten pounds Da lost was great for his body. Do you agree? Say that again. The Just- ten pounds he lost um, <laughs> when he had the flu was great for his body. I still think that was all water weight and it's back. I don't think he was. There's not a lot of fat on DeAndre and Lewis. There's not a lot of anything. That's true. There, like it was water weight that that guy lost. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that really mattered at all. Do you think that DeAndre needs to put on weight, bulk up at all, no, or do you think, think this is the perfect ideal scenario? I, for I him? think where Da is at right now, I think this is the perfect um, body composition that he, that he has. I don't think he needs to get much bigger because then you lose a little bit of uh, you know agility and flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I think he's right there on the cusp. Of you know being too stiff versus being agile, and I think he's a perfect blend of strength, power, agility. He can guard on the perimeter. He can he can bang down low. I, I think what he's doing now is perfect. Dude looks like an Adonis. What what else what else do we want him to do with that body? He looks like a peak Dwight kind of body. You know he's got got the muscle. I don't I don't think there's much that he has to do to be in the right physical shape. It's the right mental shape, and we've seen him do that this year. I think his coordination has improved quite mm-hmm. a bit. And I think that's what's affecting him on the offensive side of the ball. I think cord- his coordination and making sure his feet are following his body and and his dribbling when he's making moves and he feels more and more comfortable with that, that's what I see from him. And that's why he's been a little bit more aggressive. He's been a little bit more sure of himself when he gets the ball. And uh, and his teammates, I think, can notice that as well. And, hey, listen, when, you, when you're playing aggressive, you are more apt to get more opportunities out there, especially when you have a Chris Paul on your team yeah. that kind of demands that from you. Um, so it's it's good to see that he's starting to get that way. So follow-up question around the same uh, position anyway. Amanda in the comments says, what happened to JaVale, man? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, he had a bad game. So JaVale McGee finished with two points. Uh, he had two blocks and four rebounds. I did a, a 17 minutes played. I... I do think one of like JaVale probably was one of the bigger reasons here for this discrepancy, but the points in the paint, 48 for OKC, 34 for Phoenix, considering the height, like difference and uh, what what is it when you have the, the advantage for the Suns? Thank you. The height <laughs> advantage. I feel like that number should have been flopped. What's happening? But JaVale just seemed to have a little bit of an off night. What's that called? A win? You mean a win? Oh yes, yes. victory, Listen, huh? <laughs> it's Christmas Eve, Eve. My brain is almost done. It's like get to your home, wrap your presents, hang out, do the thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, every, everybody has a bad game. You know, Javel's been you know largely very productive this season, yeah. especially off the bench. And some teams you just don't either 
for big men, there is a tendency to where like sometimes you can just get lost in the game because you don't touch the ball every single time mm-hmm. down the court and you don't affect the ball because you don't touch it um, too too affected as much. So I think for big men, sometimes this this can be a tendency. That's what we see from DA every now and then. And he just has a tendency to kind of disappear. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's no big deal. Obviously, the Suns are such a good team that it doesn't really matter. Well, and JaVale held, held it yeah. down big time for this team mm. for a, a while there. So maybe just a little bit of that tiredness is catching up on him. He just had to have an off night. He's 33. He's been in the league a long time, and he's a backup. He's bound to have an off night. Like, this is just part of why he's your backup, not your starter, mm-hmm. right? And when DA has, has a good game like this, too, it's it, – it's not like there's a glaring hole at center. They still had production out of that position, so it's all right. By the way, Manuel, thanks for the comment. DA body, the Walmart version of Espo's body. Some people like six packs, but everybody loves a keg. So Heyo, there you go. There, you know, we were dwelling on the negative a little bit. Yeah, too much let's right now. go and name our draft king of the king the game. <laughs> the draft king can we of the just king? Like, yeah, no, can we just getting like, ready for it. Let her go home already. <laughs> Cam Johnson. There we go. I'm not allowed to say it. Perfect shooting night tonight. (laughs) He was seven of seven from the field, five of five from the three point line, finished with 21 points, nine rebounds. Why does he have that pouty face? He also added in two steals and two blocks. Oh, I'm sorry, just two steals. It's not a pouty face, it's a sassy king face. That's that's the look that he's going. uh, So you thought I couldn't shoot this year? And he's giving that eye to to everybody that was criticizing him, all right? Yeah, he's just letting the people know what <laughs> so was up. not buying that, all right. But a perfect shooting night from Cam Johnson. He has been doing amazing things uh, these last couple games and doing what I think everyone wanted him to do and just come in and be a scorer off the bench. He's reached double figures for the 11th game in a row. And tonight he reached double figures in just six minutes. The first in within the first six minutes of him being on the floor, he had already had ten points. Cam, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, yet another guy who gets hot and then doesn't touch the damn ball. Like they, they feed feed these guys sometimes. He was perfect for the freaking field. You know, they came down on a fast break, and we and EJ was just talking about how I guarantee on the next possession, Chris Paul will find Cam Johnson because he's on fire right now. And they had a four-on-three fast break. Both guys were on the wings, were wide open because they shot to the corners. The right side was Book. The left side was Cam. And for whatever reason, Chris Paul went to Book. Book shot the three, missed it, but luckily he got it back, and then that's when he got the and one at the rim. But, I mean, you're right. I don't know why the tendency is to go away from the guys that are really hot on this team. Um, Cam Johnson is everything that is good about this team. He knows his role. He, he performs it at a very high level. He's one of the best shooters on the team. And when he's hot, his hot is almost as hot as anybody else's hot. That's how good he is. Um, he is the uh, – he's – I don't know. what's If it's a Walmart version for the bad thing, what's like the – Sex Fifth Avenue. Nordstrom. Nordstrom. He's the Louis Vuitton version of Andrew Shamit because that guy can't throw a fucking rock in the ocean. Not Louis Vuitton, though. Louis Vuitton? That's Either one. Louis Vuitton. Oh, yeah. right. They Louis both Vuitton. work. They both yeah. fall within that same I mean, he doesn't category. have red bottoms out there, so we'll say Louis Vuitton. He we tied his uh, career high for three-point field goals tonight with five, so he was really close to beating that. He also has now made two or more three-point buckets in 14 consecutive games, 
which is currently the longest active streak in the NBA. Now, full transparency, he was tied with Steph Curry entering the game, and I don't know if that game has ended on their <laughs> end yet, but I'm guessing Steph has made two or more threes in that game, so oh, they're still tied. Uh, I Also, he had a pass to Mikhail Bridges. That was pretty. In, in that, in, mm-hmm. While he's shooting this well, he could have jacked it up, but he – had a, a beautiful pass to Mikhail for a dunk. I love the connection between those two guys. I wish they played more together because there's moments like that where you go, that could be something special, a real special two-man game between those guys. Steph currently has four threes halfway through the third quarter. <laughs> yep, so there you go. They are both still tied for the longest uh, active streak in the NBA of two or more uh, three point buckets made. <laughs> we got there motherfucking gunshots going on behind me. Really? Was a car back. I don't know what that was. Oh, out there. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. <laughs> so, uh, we just sag down right here. So I'm out by the window. <laughs> Did you hear that? I'm telling no. you, there's gunshots going on, yeah. man. Oh, it's really? fireworks, probably. I don't know. We'll just roll right through it and hope for the best. So <laughs> Lizzie got this brick wall behind her. I'm, I'm good. good, y'all. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, that thing ain't real brick, Lizzie. <laughs> I know. I'm screwed. Uh, what the flip? That's a terrible comment for right now. Hold, hold on. What the flip wanted to know? Oh, come on. Bees, really? Cam Johnson is a certified sniper. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> B's got dark humor like me. I appreciate it. I miss Mesa Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Do not so disperse the good name says of it's Mesa. me throwing rocks at the window. This would never happen in Sun City. <laughs> oh my God. It would just at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Matthew says, I've never been so excited about the Sun's future. As long as we find a good successor to CP3 <laughs> when he's done and keep this core, the team is going to be so good for so long. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. But uh, I think we can say that Alfred Payton, not that successor to, to <laughs> CP3. No. Maybe not even the third point guard on this team by the time they make the playoffs. So Yeah, Oof. it's... Um... I want to go back to Cam Johnson. (laughs) Let's go back to Cam Johnson. So what the flip had a question he asked, or they asked, do you think Cam will crack the starting rotation or not while Jay's here? I don't think it happens while Jay's here. I don't think it does either. Jay's in his last year. He's out one more after this. He signed for three. So he's he's one one more year after this. I don't know. I don't know. It just depends on the performance of Jay. Jay dictates this. Jay, yeah. Jay provides a lot off the bit or, uh, you know, in the starting lineup, he's got a little machismo about him. Um, he's, he's a solid veteran. I would say this year, absolutely not next year. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough to, to take him out of the starting lineup with just that, that extra attitude he brings in the defense. I mean, he had that block tonight that was next level, uh, where he actually was behind the guy mm-hmm. and blocked him on the three. Like, I don't think you're prepared to lose that. Plus, you need Cam's offense on the bench, too. Yes, exactly. We'll get back to this, but let's check in with Gerald real quick from the Footprint Center. Gerald, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Gerald, they are shooting at us in the studio right now. We have gunshots going off in the background. I don't know what's going oh, no. on. Manuel says sticks finally went postal. Run, Ash. Oh, oh my gosh! No, 
Oh, we're terrible. off the rails, oh, no. Gerald. Save us, come please. On, Gerald. Tell us what Monty said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think he said the third quarter run was the biggest thing for them. That was kind of what changed the game. And he liked to see that after the second quarter that they had, where they went from being up by double digits to being down at halftime. Um, the thing for him was that he was saying, like, the way that they demand that their players play is pretty taxing, and it takes a lot to sustain that type of energy through a full 48 minutes. So I don't think he was too upset about, you know, letting the Thunder back into the game. It was more about the way that they responded in his book, the way that Devin Booker went off, the way that Cam Johnson was perfect tonight, um, and, and the, just the way that they bounced back in that third quarter and, and put some momentum together. Yeah, what did he feel about uh, Cam's performance? Obviously a great performance, but love to hear what Monty thought. Yeah, he reiterated something that he said a lot, and it's basically that we view Cam Johnson as a huge luxury because we do view him as a starter in this league. He could start on multiple other teams if he played for them, but you know, to have him coming off the bench, that's a huge luxury for the Suns. Um, I don't see him moving into the starting lineup anytime soon, so I don't want people to take that quote out of context. But they do view him as a starter. They value him and, and what he brings to that second unit, what he brings on both ends of the floor. It's not just the scoring punch. You know, he also had nine rebounds tonight. He's a very underrated defender. Monty said that multiple times. So Cam Johnson does bring a lot, and he's a good fit with that second unit. So they're, they're very high on what he brings to the table. What do you think about how this team can just turn it on and turn it off seemingly at will, especially against a team like OKC? Tonight it just seemed like, you know, that second quarter, they just they wanted to go home. They wanted to go to sleep. They didn't care. Maybe they drank some milk during the, during the intermission. But <laughs> they had a real Lindsay attitude towards it. Yeah, they the were like, man, fuck this. I don't want to be here. You know what I mean? But, hey, they bounced back like she's going to. And uh, it, it just seems like uh, that's what they do. Yeah, no, they definitely had that stretch in the third quarter that was just kind of like, we're better than you, we know it, we're going to flip the switch, we're going to turn it on. And for some of these teams that they're playing, that's enough. Honestly, like, I hate to say it, but the Suns are one of those talented teams that can flip the switch. It's not a great habit to get in, but, like, they they bring it, they get up for the really good teams. The Thunder are not a really good team, and it's hard to get up for some of these games in like, you know, mid-December, especially when you got the Warriors looming on Christmas Day. Like, that's a huge game. Uh, so I don't fault them too much for that. I think that when you're that good of a team, you kind of just are – they're at the point where I feel like they're just stacking up wins and they're kind of breezing through the regular season. That might catch them sleeping a couple of nights, but honestly, I feel like the way that this team is playing, as long as they stay healthy – like they can just turn it on and they bring it for the good team. So I, I wouldn't worry too much about the, the switch flipping in a game like this. If it, my my um, I think I've had enough meter <laughs> is uh, almost you know starting to run full on Landry Shamit. Should it be full oh or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, it shouldn't be full. He's I think he has some good games. He has some bad games. You know, there was a stretch a couple weeks ago where he put together some good games right when Book came back. Um, I think he was kind of being asked to do more than he's capable of doing when he filled in as the starter. That's just not really what he's best at. But, you know, in a bench role, he's fine. He's shot the ball really well from three this year. Not great from two, um, but he, he'll be okay. I, I think if DA had gotten his contract extension as well as Shamit, we wouldn't be worrying about Shamit as much as we are. Mm -hmm. All right. I want to know, was it hard for you not to let out a little bit of a cheer when D.A. 
slam that ball back into the hoop at the end of the game? I mean, you you could ask Kellen. I looked over to him like, oh, okay, so it's like that. <laughs> like, because not only did he come in, like the dunk itself was enough. The way that he's dunking with force now has been incredible this season. But, you know, hanging on the rim and slapping the rim, like that man was on a mission. And I think Monty said after the game, he had told him, because DA had missed a couple of bunnies, a couple of shots around the basket. He told him, go up to the rim and tear the rim off. And then he laughed after the game and he was like, yeah. And then he went and did it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that was really impressive. I, I mean, that got the crowd pretty loud for a blowout, you know, in the last minute of the game or whatever it was. But by the way, Gerald, I'm fascinated by the guy on the 16 foot ladder behind you right now. Uh, extra oh, entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, please don't fall. Please don't uh, fall. Yeah. Putting in work. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anything else that stood out to you tonight, Gerald, that you'd like to bring up? Not really. I, I think the biggest thing for me is the Suns have now won 20 straight games with Devin Booker. They've won 15 straight at home. They are 21-0 and 0 on the season when they hold a lead heading into the fourth quarter, and they've quietly won five straight games. So a lot of cool stuff heading into this uh, Warriors Christmas Day game. Oh, shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> That's mean. That's mean. <laughs> Gerald, if we don't see you before then, uh, before Saturday, I won't see you. Have a Merry Christmas, buddy. Thank you, guys. You guys all have a Merry Christmas as well, Bye, and everybody Gerald. in the chat, too. Bye, Gerald. Bye, Gerald. <laughs> Bye, Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> what would you do if he fell, though? Like, oh, my God, everybody would have freaked out. <laughs> Terrible. We had the most viral moment we've ever had on this show. <laughs> Shout out to Elon Musk for the super chats. He said, Lindsay, put down the milk. You're lactose intolerant. I am not. Thank heavens. <laughs> I, I would was, be such a sad life if I was lactose intolerant. I was a little worried that we had some stalker in the chat, that Elon just unveiled himself as a guy who knows too much about Lindsey Smith. But <laughs> no. No, that's not um, the case. That would be a sad, sad day. But going back to Cam Johnson. I would freak um, out if Elon was like, hey, I didn't put I didn't put milk in my spaghetti, though. Like, what? <laughs> oh, my oh. gosh. <laughs> that would throw me. I would do that, too. <laughs> I 100 would per se would have been like, wait, hold on. Wait, well, hold, hold, hold on. Jimmy, hold on. is that you? Um, <laughs> Brian being a little cruel here in the chat saying Cam Johnson equals Fashion Square, Sticks equals Arizona Mills, and Landry Shamit equals Fiesta Mall. <laughs> Landry Shamit ain't so broken that it's shut down. That sticks right now. Yeah, sticks is like Chris Town. <laughs> Demolished. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, at least the target's still there. That's one positive. Uh, anyway, back to Cam Johnson. <laughs> I agree with you guys that, or and Monty as well. I just feel like Cam Johnson on the bench does so much more for this team offensively than having Jay yeah. on the bench. Yeah, and right I now. also agree with you guys that Jay is like toughness in the starting lineup does a lot more for this team than had it would than it would if it was moved to the bench unit. Yeah, I think especially right now is uh that's the case. Uh, the way this team's Al Alfred Payton is Metro Center. There you go. No, no, I think Sticks is big and useless. I mean, that's Metro Center right now. I mean, Metro Center is about to get a huge facelift like a couple billion dollars, I think. Yeah, none come saving Sticks and, and Alfred Payton. I know that. Go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> So, so yeah, I think Cam is in the right spot on the uh, as the bench scorer uh, right now. In the future, I think he slides nicely into into that power forward spot for you. But uh, at this point, I think 
you don't mess with things. It's going well, so well that there's no point in trying to move into the starting line. I don't know what's going on in the chat. So, Every, Manuel laugh. is catching I, on. He said, I love how how the Lindsay cam goes in when she has an awkward <laughs> moment. That's why it's there. Because you guys are a bunch of bullies. <laughs> well, I was actually laughing because my guy's got the mic up in his face like this the whole time. <laughs> that's for everybody's benefit. You, you, you used to lecture me on eat the mic. Now. So I'm trying to do that. So I can't Literally a... and figuratively. Yeah. Um, eat the mic. 19 Smoky 92 in the chat said Cam Johnson going Cam Johnson joining Steve Nash and TJ Warren as the only sons to score 20 or more points on 100% shooting. I don't know. I haven't been able to verify that stat, but thank you for sharing it. If that is um, a stat, that's amazing for Cam. It's true now. Yeah, it's true now. We're going to make it true even if it's not. I love that for him. You put yourself in the chat. Yeah, he's talking back to Manuel. I said, you guys are bullies. (laughs) We're bullies? Yeah. For what? For awkward... For because you, because this. Because this. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're listening on the pod, this is one that you should go find yeah, the YouTube you video and check out <laughs> Lindsay Cam. It's worth it. It's the ISO cam on Lindsay today. I'm feeling real awkward with this camera on me today. <laughs> we have we have a stream that's just the Lindsay cam that's going it. on right that's now. Lord it. have mercy. It's like the it's like the Peyton simulcast, except I'm the color bad. <laughs> it's just Shane making jokes on Lindsay Cam. Great. Hey, they, um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break because it's Christmas week and the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA has a gift that'll certainly put you in the holiday spirit. So new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up using the code PHNX can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win $150 in free bets if they are victorious. It's a great way to put some extra jingle in your pocket. And right now, all DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get in the Christmas spirit with the holiday free bet surprise. So everyone will get a free bet up to $50 instantly as DraftKings gives away up to $10 million in prizes. So if you haven't downloaded that uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app, do it right now. Use the code PHNX. Bet $5 to win $150 in free bets if the NBA team you bet on is victorious. That's 21 and older only. Arizona only. (laughs) Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. I'm literally over here rolling my eyes at Saul because I, I don't know what you're McBlue, laughing at. McBlue said blink twice into the Lindsay cam if you need us to save you. <laughs> <laughs> Elon going full on creepy. When are we getting the Lindsay oh ASMR cam? Oh, no. Never, but you'll but, get one from me. Dude, those are- <laughs> So yeah. popular right now. Shane too? will absolutely rub his mustache all over the mic if you want him to. <laughs> for for a, a annual membership, we will get you the Shane ASMR cam. Yeah, you can have a Shane ASMR cam for sure, for sure. <laughs> Most um, of it's just tears when he loses his bets. It's uncontrollable sobbing. <laughs> so say Jay deviants. <laughs> did you guys see that Da got his own NFT tonight? I did. Yeah. It's for a great cause, but I think it's it's creepy. <laughs> I like it's it. Cute. It's, it's I like a gummy it. bear. It's supposed to be a gummy bear. Yeah, the gummy bear ballers, I think, is what they're calling it. And I think they're making 6,900 of them for different people, celebrities, athletes. 
DeAndre and got himself one. That's pretty dope. And I, I like it. And yeah. I like the Bahamian flag in the back. Mm-hmm. As when you said this is for mental health awareness, I believe right? It's a, yeah, it's, that's the cause that they promote with this. And they, they do these NFTs with, uh, with multiple different celebrities. I think it was 27 NBA players that they uh, came to uh, to an agreement with to do this. So, Yeah, I think it's really cool. So basically, these were created. The artists created these um, for these celebrities and athletes and people. And they get to decide what they want to do with it. They can keep it. They can gift it to somebody. They can auction it off for charity. I love the idea of some guy going, I'm keeping all 6,900 of my gummy bear NFTs. None of you can have them. They're all mine. I believe the company that created them has already been able to donate more than $45,000 to charities focused on mental health. So Ooh, they're doing really cool things. The, uh, the, I don't know who they're called the baller collection and they're customized happy land gummy bear NFTs. So I'm not exactly sure if happy land happy gummy, land bears, gummy bears, bears is the, the cool. artist, um, but they're really cool. And uh, I know JaVale McGee is big into NFTs. So we'll see if this launches DA's interest <laughs> into that space as well. We'll see. We'll see. I still don't understand non-fungible tokens, but Same. Uh, we will be doing a Saul Bookman NFT and a Shane Mustache one. Awesome. Uh, It'll be all the, nothing. All the funds go to me. So, I feel uh, like you could definitely make some money off of a Mustache NFT. If you want a Shane Diefenbach uh, NFT, drop 50 in the super chat and we'll see what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right, guys. Before we move on to our holiday segment, is there anything else about tonight's game that you would like to touch on? Nope. Let's wrap it up. Let's move on. <laughs> it's, it's gotten weird so enough. Saul is ready for uh, Christmas. Uh, time to start Christmas, baby. Let's go. All right. Who on this Suns team, I'm coaches included, this. I'm excited about this, would be the best gift giver? Who would give the best Christmas gifts on are, this are team? Are we going to do worst? Yeah, okay. worst will be next. So for, right. we're going to do best first. And in the chat, guys, weigh in. Who do you think would be the best and worst gift givers on I, this team? I think DeAndre Aiden would be the best gift giver because okay. you got to go with somebody young who doesn't understand, like, how much, like, you should be, like, thrifty about your money. You just want to just throw it around. Okay, but all of them are multimillionaires. They're all yeah, going to just throw it around. Yeah, but the older you get, the smarter you get with your money. And yeah, that's, that's not uh, that's not necessarily true. I'm well, pushing forty, and that ain't working. So, so yeah. Um, what are you serious? Come on, man. <laughs> You're like one of the best people with your money I know. Uh, yeah. So Da would probably, you know, he'd probably get you something really cool. He could give you a chain. He can probably get you a big ass chain. Yeah. What? My mama gave me that chain. <laughs> what do you think, Espo? I, I don't see Da giving good gifts. No. I, I feel like he's handing out those NFTs, going, hey. DeAndre ate an NFT. No, Merry Christmas. No. <laughs> like, I, I, see, I, I like... think he wouldn't know what to get you. So he would just be like, oh, I'll just get you something generic like a PS5 or an Xbox. Cool. <laughs> yeah, like they don't already have like six of those. Like... Exactly. <laughs> I. Who would give the best gifts on this team? Jay Crowder. You think so? Oh, he's been oh, giving us all that cash. So he... I mean, fair. <laughs> no, uh, I, honestly, Jay Crowder would give you a crew neck, and you wouldn't know what the fuck to do with it. <laughs> it's true. Wear it. It's true. That's <laughs> <laughs> like fucking he's like, rock. A crew he's neck. like, I got you this medium crew neck <laughs> shirt. Here you go. Wear it. And he's like, oh, 
Uh, I think Devin Booker would give the best. I gifts. think I'm I'm absolutely with you. Devin would be the best gift giver on this mm. team. Devin has, I mean, they all got lots of money, but Devin's got a lot, a lot of money. And Devin, I think, has the like a really cool style and aesthetic to himself that he yeah. would want his gifts to have the same feeling and vibes. So he would bring some sort of cool retro thing to your life. I don't know. I just think Devin would have the best gifts. I think Mikhail sure. would have the funniest gifts. I think he could get you a good gag gift, something that yeah. that mm -hmm. like is is true to you but is like ridiculous that makes you laugh yeah. or is tied to some inside joke. Yeah. I think you get you know who should give the best gifts and oh. should be damn thankful for Landry Shamit should be giving some nice gifts. Thank you for this $44 million that you handed me. I'm going to pay some back by giving you all nice gifts. All right. Who would give the worst gifts? Oh, I know who would give the worst gifts. Who, who would? Who? CP3. You think? CP3 would probably frame a dollar and say, hey, if you really know what to do with it, you'll be a millionaire. Can't oh, like, my God. I low-key could see him <laughs> you know I mean? That's what CP3 would do. And I would be like, man... Fuck you. <laughs> I, I feel like he'd be That's giving you like funny. the Cliff Paul sweater. Like oh, he'd man. be like, here, I got a bunch of these. You can have this. I don't the worst. I, I don't who would thinking through this roster. I don't think Frank Kaminsky is giving good gifts. I like Frank, but he's probably giving you some hoodie you really don't want to wear. Why? He has a bunch of cool hoodies. I, I just I don't I don't see him giving a good gift. Hmm. Hoodie with the sleeves cut off. What is Bill Belichick? That ain't happening. What okay, so I feel like the chat might be mad at me because there's no. already people here who are like, Monty would be the best gift giver <laughs> because it would be thoughtful and mm. all these things. And I agree that it would be very thoughtful and meaningful, but I think he might go a little too far with the thoughtfulness and meaningfulness <laughs> to where it becomes something. How do something... you go too far oh, with thoughtfulness? Explain, like, expand, Lindsay. Well, no, like if you were to get somebody something thoughtful, but that they, they might not use or that they wouldn't really want in real life. Like, okay, some examples could be like, you know how the picture frame that you set up for your parents that already has pictures loaded onto it? And it's in theory, yeah, it's a cute gift, but then it's like, does this even go with my house? Do I really want this? Like, I literally, I, I you know love, what I mean? I, like, it's I, thoughtful, I, but it's like, I, I love, don't know. I love you, Anne. She's like a mother to me. I literally got that gift yesterday. <laughs> I almost gave that to Petey and, and just put a bunch of pictures of myself. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to use it in the house, but I see, <laughs> I see where you're going with this. I mean, I get it. I could see that from Monty. Monty would be like, hey, you know, here's a here's a bag of sand from that time when we were in the bubble in Florida. Here you go. Uh, what? Okay, cool, coach. Hey. I, what the fuck am I supposed like, to do with Like, this? it's super sentimental yeah. and it's meaningful. And the words that he tells you when he gives you the gift oh, sure. or writes it in the card are, like, amazing. But you're also kind of like, I don't really know what to do with this. Mo Monty is giving you, I like, a, a brick or a slab of stone that says... Everything you want is on the other side of hard. Mm. And it's like one of those, you think about it, you're like, oh, it's like a metaphor kind of thing that I have nowhere to put. You know, like, that sounds really nice. You guys are dicks. 
<laughs> okay, what's the worst gift you guys have ever gotten? Ooh. I would have to think about this one. Ooh. The picture Not frame. That, that was a real story. <laughs> oh, really oh good somebody, uh, somebody watching that's is the very worst in. gift that you've ever gotten, man. You've you've lived a pretty good life. I, no, I mean most of the people in my life have done a really good job. I do get a lot of thoughtful gifts, and I appreciate all of them. It's just um, sometimes I just feel like there's certain gifts where you're like. I don't know if you know anything about Brian me, with know? an Espo answer. Oh, <laughs> life my, was my, the worst gift. My mom. MCG Blue, you're my guy. Thank you. He understands. My mom <laughs> was the worst gift giver in the world and also the worst birthday celebrator in the world. Really? Every mother effing year. I would be, I'd be like, Mom, it's my birthday. And she'd ask me what cake I would like. I said, anything but German chocolate cake. And then you'd get German chocolate cake. <laughs> and I would cake. get German chocolate cake for like five straight years. I, in true story, this is how I became an Arizona fan. For those of you who don't know, the reason why I became an Arizona fan is because we walked into Walmart when I was like nine. It was freezing us. I used to live in Prescott, and there was two racks: Arizona ASU jackets. And all my friends were ASU fans, and I was like, "Oh, I want an ASU jacket." And for Christmas Day, I got an Arizona jacket. And I hated her at the time. and But it was freezing ass cold, so I had to wear it to school because I didn't want to freeze my ass off. And I got there, and everybody turned on me. And they're like, oh, you're you're a fake fan. You weren't really an ASU fan. And from that day on, I was like, you know what? I am an Arizona fan. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so thanks, Mom. What about you, Espo? Never gotten a bad gift. No? No. Every oh, yeah. gift that somebody gives oh, me is a piece of, of them. And it's uh, it's nice to be remembered. <laughs> Did mostly, you say that into the microphone? No. Mostly most people uh, don't like me, so I don't get many gifts is what I'm saying. So <laughs> tough to get bad ones. Somebody in the chat, and forgive me, I don't know who said, which one of the three of us would be the best That was the worst so says giver. Jay. He what? said, yeah. I think I would. You'd be the best gift giver? Yeah. You probably. did give us the gift of, hey, I'm on the cover of a book, and we turned that into some fun. That's true. true. I'm still waiting for my autograph. It's right next to Well, I to wanted her. to be thoughtful about what I wrote in it. I appreciate right. that. Yeah. I appreciate that. I don't know. I think I would just because um, <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. I feel like I would have at least bought your gift. Like I would put more time into it. I feel like you guys would go to the mall and you'd be like, that's Lindsay. I'm getting it. And I would be like, what exactly is like, perfect for but that's the, What the, exactly is but perfect for But that's the epitome of, of, of guys and girls, though. That's not just yeah, a so you that's why I feel like but I like, like, I could go to the gas station and find, I could go to the gas station and find you like a, a nice holiday greeting card and was sentimental. And then you could go to like the store, the, you know, the Hallmark store and find a, a card and I could get it and be like, oh, this is nice. And then you could get it and you might just cry. I'm like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Like, what? Like. It's the same thing because oh, we got it the same. I, I think you guys are underestimating my ability to give gifts. I worked for seven years at a Hallmark store, so I understand <laughs> oh the intricacies of gift giving. I helped people give many a gift in a panic. And by the way, Lindsay, uh, I see I love the socks. my socks. You're Espo, wearing socks. Espo I actually bought you. As, as he was our secret, my secret Santa, I love these socks. You did a good job with the socks. Yeah. Oh, you were her secret yeah. Santa? Yeah. You got her socks? Yeah. She's wearing them, I'm wearing right, them now right now. As she rips I on love these socks. gift giving. I'm not saying you guys would be bad. I'm just saying I think I would be a little better. Oh, That's man. all. I think if you asked my wife, she would say I was one of the best gift givers I've ever she's ever had. Because I'm awesome like that. She I don't know. You you did marry her, so maybe she's backtracking on that now, right? 
why. <laughs> you gave me the gift of being a bookman. I am being the horribly ever. slept on. Shane, Shane, your gift. Actually, Shane's <laughs> gift today was pretty epic. Let's let's not be real. If you Funny. haven't seen the Coyote Show, Shane gave Petey a picture of himself in a top hat. And then he gave him a hat that said, what does it say again? I always forget what it said. Positive energy. Positive energy. Positive and then energy. he gave my man Petey some edibles. Champ. Fun, funny Champ. gift. I, I, look, I gave you a bottle of scotch and I bought you dinner. Is well, that, I didn't even get to drink the bottle of scotch because well, our, our, our butthead friends on the Cardinals show <laughs> drank it all. <laughs> I'll get friends. you another bottle of scotch. Uh, um, and an Anthony Hardaway autograph. You I, did I, give I, me an autograph. There you go. And he bought me lunch today. So. Manuel in the chat said, Lindsay giving out her book is the equivalent of your broke SoundCloud rapper cousin giving you his mixtape. <laughs> That comment is so perfect. That's true. But That's I true. didn't give it to them. They no. bought it themselves. Yeah, I bought it. I wanted her to sign something in that. That's all. That's all I care about. I bought it for your entertainment on the view. It will sit on my mantle forever. <laughs> yeah, where's our? I thought you were going to bring the Emmys in and give Saul and I each one as a as a Christmas gift here on this episode. If I had three, I would gladly oh, give them. Oh, okay. Fun. Then we got to win. I just we, need to get one more and then you guys can have the other two. We, we got to win you working, a third. We're working on that right now. <laughs> well, this is a classic. This one should Yeah, this is get what we're submitting right to the Emmy committee. <laughs> so. Just the Lindsay cam, none of the other stuff. Though. Brian <laughs> says Lindsay's sneaky disses are the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's true. Um, fair. Fair. You know, I, I just got to keep up with you guys sometimes. Just got to keep up with as much oh, as I can here. You you were like that DAA dunk. You don't see it coming and somebody dies at the end of it. <laughs> like you snatch a soul, all right? But it only happens every once in a while. Exactly. Just like that DAA dunk. The, 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 the chat wants you to do that more just like they want DA to ferociously dunk more. Um. All right, guys. Well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, happy Festivus. That was, that was fun. Merry Christmas. <laughs> happy holidays. Uh, we will see you guys on Christmas Day. Yeah. The Phoenix Suns and the Warriors going head to head here in Phoenix. Uh, we'll be holding it down for you. We will not have a pregame show that day because we just want to be able to have a little bit more time in the morning with our yeah. families. But we will have a post-game show, so plan to come hang out with us then. Yeah, and then did- you can come hang out with us at the Cardinals game because... That's where I'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, di- ditch the crappy family. Come hang out with Lindsay and I after the game. Like that, di- you you deserve time to yourself. You know, sometimes you just need to sneak away for thirty minutes to an hour just to decompress a little bit, and then you go back in for round two. So pencil that in for right after the Suns <laughs> game with us here at PHMX. Get get drunk at Christmas <laughs> dinner. Come hang out with us. So says so, Jay. Can't wait to ditch my family for you guys. He gets it. You get it. So says Jay. <laughs> well, until then, you can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Espo on Twitter at Espo. And you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Sons. Espo? Merry Christmas. Ahoy hoy.